All right, guys, welcome back to the student cast with my, myself, Vlad, and we've got Brandon here as well. We're on, yes, yes, and them. We're on episode four, I think, now. Yeah. Appreciate everyone who's come back to listen to us and everyone who's coming in brand new again. So in the last episode, uh, just before we ended, we were going to touch on basically how we revise um, mm -hmm. in lectures and at university. Um because I think we both have two different ways, but uh, we're doing well, so something has to be working. Like, I know, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so how how do you revise? And and obviously, we do two different kinds of courses, uh, so our yeah. lectures are going to be pretty different. So, I think it might be interesting to see how we how we each do it. Okay, cool. So, um, so obviously, I I, I do a, bit of a business degree. Yeah. And so, like, um, I don't know. I feel like within lectures, um. It, I feel like it's it's sort of like with business, there's only so much you can know, sort of thing. So I feel like a, a lot of it is more conversation within lectures. We're sort of using real life examples as opposed to learning new things. Yeah. So um, so if, if you did business at A level in GCSE, you in terms of knowledge, you'll be completely fine with all the stuff that you would do at university because it's just the same thing but more in depth. So I feel like A levels was the foundations, whereas university was the actual the rest of, of the construction of the building sort of thing. Yeah. So basically, uh, because a lot of it is stuff I already know, and hmm. um, what I'll usually do is um, it's pretty bad. But basically during the lectures, um, like the, the, you'll get the lecture slides beforehand. Yeah. So basically, I'll sit in the lecture. I won't even pay attention to the lecture itself. I'll sit there and then I'll just I'll just copy copy up the, the notes from the actual lecture slides onto like a over so if it was on my laptop for instance i would have um i would cut the page in half have one the lecture slides one the word document i'll just yeah. type it up uh, so basically my overall so what you're doing things is just repetitive repeatedly writing down information hmm. um so it sort of gets stuck into, into my long-term brain so um, obviously this year our exams were a bit different our exams were more open book but yeah. i feel like last year during first year it definitely helped because um I, I, I basically rewrite the lecture slides about four times over the course of that year. Yeah. Which obviously, is sa yeah, so it, it seems long, but at the same time, it's just that always the way I remember things. So during history at A-level, for instance, remembering dates, it was yeah. always good to just, and I feel like, um, I know if you learn a new language, for instance, they, they do say, you know when they say, oh, um, write down the words, cover it up sort of thing. Yeah. So I feel like you repeatedly doing the same thing, it sort of becomes into a long-term memory. So I feel like that's why I do. And then, I don't know, because I feel like my method won't work for a lot of people. It just seems to work with me, weirdly. Yeah. I mean, for, and if, uh, for anyone that's listening, like, and if you're, if you need, if whatever way you're using, like, your revision, if it works, don't change it. Like, just keep yeah. going. Yeah, as long as it works, it's fine. But if it's not working, then obviously, uh, maybe possibly try what you're saying and just fucking turn into a human printer. And, that then, is and then you'll eventually remember it, at least some of but, it. And and you know what? I'm not, and I definitely feel like, especially depending what um, depending what um degree or subject you are doing, I feel like doing practice papers is so so important. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I I feel like I I I'm sort of guilty of not doing it too much. Like mm. I, I definitely don't do it a lot, and I feel like. We definitely need to. I feel like with business, you can sort of get away with it because it's just essay writing. I feel like yeah, it's a lot of muffling. Yeah, so so I feel like as long as you know how to write an essay, and if you if you're in university, you obviously know how how to write an essay yeah. sort of thing. But like if you're doing you maths, should. for instance, if you're doing maths, you've, and you've got to learn the equations. The only way you can sort of learn is by doing practice papers. Yeah, I mean. So so yeah, well, so that's my method. Well, so my method is called the human printer. So what yeah. are your methods? My my method is based. It's, it's similar to the human printer, but um, so I'll take my lecture. We don't, a lot of the time, we don't get our lectures uh, early because most of our content isn't uh, memorization or things of that nature. It's more learning concepts and ideas and then being able to apply those concepts in any scenario. It's not going to be like this one set kind of scenario it's like using all these different ones and you have to work out which one's the best and most efficient way to use it yeah. in the exam i mean in our exams we we've got more than enough time and you do you try i i get this always happens to me i try one method to answer a question and i'm like oh this is getting a bit long let me try the other one and i start doing the other one i'm like fuck this one's a bit longer 
I'm going to go back to yeah. my first one, uh, finish the first one, and then scratch out the second one. I feel like that happens to me almost every single time in my exam. It's it's rude. It's rude how many yeah. times I have to rewrite a question. Um, you know, and that's why I'm sort of because obviously I do have to do maths, uh, but it's not as complicated as that. So I feel like that's one of the things why I'm happy I didn't do like you know in A levels. The, the, Honestly, the most crazy thing you could do was do three sciences, then do maths. That was <laughs> or, torture. Or you did uh, probably just as bad is maths, further maths, physics, and computer science. Oh, that is mate. that is just as AIDS. That is just as much cancer. Honestly, it is absolute criminal. Anyone who gets all A's, and if you did all four of those subjects, or you do three sciences, and you do maths yeah. on top of that, and you get all A's, fair play to you. Fair yeah, no, they do have so much respect. That is like you should be getting medals for that because that is so much like life taken out of you. Like you just become a zombie at that point because of how much revision you you turn yeah, into. And you know what? I feel like that's one of the things where I feel like people GCSEs, GCSEs obviously I didn't do particularly well because I didn't really pay attention. So. But I feel like people it was their first exam, so they were sort of like, okay, well, let's focus, let's do well here. Mm. And then and then they got the A stars in biology and chemistry. Like, you know what? This is quite easy. Let me do an A level. Yeah. And uh, so there were so many unserious candidates yeah. who would then would literally run into a fucking massive brick wall because they're like, oh my days, this is actually ridiculous. This is far different. So I feel like if you're going to do them sort of subjects, you need to make sure you are patterned. You need to make sure you're an on-job person, not someone who will who will bunk lectures, who will yeah. who will be late. You know what I mean? So I feel like you, you need to. You, so for GCSE, lot, you need to make sure you're completely aware of what the A level will entail. Yeah, I I don't think the schools do enough to explain and just show you how big of a jump the GCSE to A level is. It's it's not fair. I don't think it's it's done properly. Just how difficult uh, A level is in comparison to GCSEs. It's it's rude for the for the year elevens uh, that are going into year twelve. I remember I was so surprised. Literally, I think after um, in year twelve, you remember we did the, the um, oh so we we did one AS level, but then we did well in my case I did one yeah. AS level, but then I did the rest were just end of the year exams. Yeah, like the AS level I've got like a B, which is calm, whatever. Yeah, but. I remember in business, I, I got I got a, a U. <laughs> yeah. In in history, I, I got I got like an an E or a D. Yeah. Because it was just so different. Because I remember in the history exam GCSE, you had a free marker. Oh, what year did this happen? Blah blah. Whereas now we're doing two twenty five markers. Yeah. And and I, I feel like I don't know because I feel like at the end of the day, it's not it's not really up to this the school themselves to sort of tell you. I feel like it's more up to the subject. In a subject leader, because I remember in psychology, for instance, our, um, our teacher did sort of they did show us like an a, an A level paper. Yeah. Where they feel like not so I feel like the, the school sort of believes that the it should be put upon the teachers to do so. And some are too lazy and see it more as a, as a nine to five job as as opposed to what it actually is. You're sort of you you're molding the future, but they see it as a nine to five job. Yeah, I mean the the difference in phys physics is the worst one. Uh, I mean, I, I know so many people that finish with U's in physics A level. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't even their fault. Like I don't even blame them. Like our school was a was a bit of a joke when it came to teachers, especially in the physics. I swear, world. I swear, I'm not gonna name his name, but I swear, you know the guy I'm gonna talk about who um so he was did he was he was supposed to go to Oxford, blah blah, blah. and yeah. and, I, and I swear, didn't even he get like a, like a, a D or something? Oh yeah, I think he also uh, had an unconditional. Uh, uh, oh, from a good university, care. and then he just didn't give a shit. Like, why would you? And uh, he got like a C. Yeah, I can't lie. The, the people who got unconditionals, they just did not care at all. I mean, I wouldn't if I got unconditionals. Uh, but you know what? I, I got one unconditional. But it was at the. It was. It was I'm not going to name the university. But it, was, it was at one of the universities where you're sort of like, okay, well, we, they they obviously just want anyone to come, so they would just give unconditionals to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I got an unconditional from Anglia Ruskin. Yeah, oh, the oh, the, yeah, well, the backup of backup unis. But uh, you know what? Like, um, it, it, it's nice to feel wanted. Yeah. <laughs> as, yeah. As opposed to the sad, yeah, there was like, oh, you know what? Lad, uh, yeah, come then. We, we might as well just take him. Yeah. So, but no, there are definitely universities where you you, you sort of get unconditional and you're sort of like, yeah, really, yeah. Um, and but 
I feel the worst heartbreak would be not to get like a digital for that university. It's all like, okay, well, I'm I'm not gonna fuck I'm gonna fuck around you at A level, but I'm not gonna get unconditional finish university. And they're like, nah, sorry, you're gonna, <laughs> not, you're gonna have to get two A's. Two not, B's. Not you. Uh, you, do you know yeah. what was so depressing? I um I applied on UCAS. I applied uh, for UCL. Right, that was considering what my predicted grades were. That was a long shot. Right, but, yeah. It was a bit rude how quickly they rejected me. <laughs> it was like within a week, they were like, nah. Uh... It was so fast. I was like, what? Everyone else hasn't even like opened it. You've already said no. That's just rude. Not fair. But you know what? I, like, um, I, I annoyingly applied for a lower universities. Because obviously, because, because my, my predicted grades were quite shit, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think to apply for like any of the big universities because I was all like, okay, well, there's no point because I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to get it sort of thing. Yeah. So like, I don't know, I, I, didn't, I didn't apply for, like you said, UCL, Kings, all them sort of, yeah. all them sort of places because I was like, well, what's the point of just getting rejected? But, yeah. but it's, all, it's all fucked me up because um, it meant that I had no sort of expectations of which university to go to. Yeah. So yeah, so um, if I was if I was giving advice, it's, it's to shoot high. Yeah. Well, day, don't aim high for all of them because let's be honest, right? If you if you apply for Oxbridge and then you do Imperial, UCL, and Durham, and your predicted grades are E E E, right? That's probably not a smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably it's not a, a smart. Dolphin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, it's true. But I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like because how many choices were there before? Did you get five. seven choices? No, it's five. You got five. Okay. Okay. So if it's five choices, like I, I should have made at least one a big boy. Yeah. I mean, I that was my one. I also applied for the University of Birmingham. So Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh no, I, no, I, I mate. Honestly, honestly, you could not pay me to go. Listen, it's it's obviously a great university. No offense to the university. Yeah, but basically, the University of Coventry they've they've got a campus in in in, in Essex. Right. So basically, if Birmingham did that, I'll be happy. But I could not live in Birmingham. Mm. I could not live in Birmingham for obvious reasons. But but, but you know um, you know what I'm thinking about. I, I I did apply to Kent. Right. And and they you know one of the ones where they just they um because my predicted grades were BCC. Yeah. So, so, so they were like, you know, you know, you know, Brandon, if, if you think you want to come here, I bet you get ABB, then, then we can start talking. Then we, you know, when they just give you like, where they, they know you're not going to get that, you're sort of like, oh, well, mate, I would rather you just said no. Yeah. Well, obviously, as it turns out, Homeboy did do that, but. Exactly. Obviously. You, you, but, you showed them. Is I, I showed Ken, and listen, Ken, if you listen to me, yeah. Don't disrespect me ever again. I'll come around Ken and mash you up still. You, you know, um, the craziest one, I applied for the University of Greenwich and they their campus, I thought like, Greenwich, you know what that is? It's in Central. And I, and I had a look and I was like, Greenwich and then their campus was Medway. South London. Medway. I, I, wait, 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 sorry. It's not like South East, isn't it? That's in Kent. South... It's right next to Kent University. They're like, they border what? each other. Yeah. And I was like, Mate. what? I, was, I thought I was Actually, applying to London, not fucking Kent. Yeah, no, you, and, and you know what? I feel like, but you got to think the amount of pay they would be saving. Do you know how Brunel's not in London, but he basically is in London? It's it's so like you could throw a football like over the border of London, like it's so close. Yeah, and and they're absolute cheap for them to put London. Yeah, well, but, it is but, London technically. That's that's the thing. It's so technically London, but at the same time. They obviously must save a lot of money having because think about how big our campus is. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. You you could not have that in proper London. No, and you know what? I'm really happy that it is like that because I feel I, I hate the idea of a campus that's like you have to get a bus between buildings oh, and you're in the middle that. of London, like in in central London, getting a it's bus so midday. Yeah, exactly. And let's say also think about all the international students as well. Yeah, but they just go to fucking uh, LV stores on the. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're all balling. So, but it, like renting in in central London is ridiculous. Like the student accommodation in London is like it's like sixteen grand or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely absurd. One of the ones where we literally like, mate, I, I, I'd rather not go to university than pay that. Yeah, it's it's I, so. I would rather I would ha- happily work a 
I, I mean your nine to five job mm. that did not require university, then pay sixteen k. Yeah. But you know what? I, I feel like you know you know towns that just have universities like Plymouth, for instance. Yeah. What the what the fuck is Plymouth <laughs> apart from university? <laughs> it really isn't anything, uh, mate. Yeah. If it, um, if you tell me anything about Plymouth, I will not know. I, I know Plymouth Argyle. I know they've got university. I know fuck all. I know they've got a football team. Yeah, in. yeah, and they're dead. I think Plymouth Argyle are like League One or League Two. So, so I think they're, they're League dead. Two actually. And you know what? I, I I do like their badge. So shout out shout out Plymouth Argyle. Yeah. But I feel like them sort of places where the, the whole town lives off the university. You're sort of like you. Like I think in Cardiff University, I've got a high street yeah. where you sort of have library. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's dead. I, I I like the campus where you're literally it's like your own little city. The first yeah. thing I said, first thing I said to you when we were in Brunel was like, oh mate, this is this is like a little city. Yeah. You haven't got to leave. Yeah, we. It was so good because you you rarely see anyone that isn't a student. You, I mean, anyone can walk through it happily, yeah. but. Uh, you rarely see anyone that isn't a student. And then once you leave, even just to go to, to Nando's, like you leave and then you see all these like normal people and you're like, oh, you don't study. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Well, 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 what are you doing? Go home. Go home. <laughs> go to work. Wait, no, it, Ooh, it, it is good work. though. Ooh, mate, fuck off. I, I, I woke up at five. Like, I, I know, <laughs> yeah. it, it is mad though. And I, and I feel like, I feel like, um, um, the the environment of and where university is does is a big deal for when you actually decide which university to, to go to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it should play a part. Like obviously, if you're if you're choosing between, uh, let's say Cardiff has a great like campus and stuff, and then you have Oxford, and you're like, I mean, they have a sick campus, but let's say it's not as good. And but, oh, and but it's Oxford, it, so go there. Is, is it not? Isn't Oxford also one of those places where it's sort of like, it's just just the university? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I know Oxford University is massive and it's a huge thing, like in Oxford. I don't yeah. think Oxford would be Oxford without the university. You, you know what? I've, I'd love to see what American universities are like. They're, like, I've seen, my, I mean, videos and, and of people and stuff like, on YouTube and their campuses are enormous, like absolutely Mate, it's, enormous. It's because because of how much they pay. Yeah, I, I swear they pay a hundred k a year. I I wouldn't say a hundred, but pretty close to that. They're paying like like fifty k a year. It's like a normal Mate, thing. Ridiculous. And and I feel like unless you get a scholarship, if you're not from a a medium to high wealthy family yeah. you're not going to university no. and, I, I, and I like, that's probably why a lot of people go to community colleges yeah like i mean there's nothing wrong with going to community college oh, 100 mate at the end of the day um, like um i know we go to university but i would, I would have happily gone to a local college and, done, and got, a, got a degree there yeah like I, it doesn't matter i mean i would have done but you know what? one thing i one thing i will say about americans american colleges though i could not deal with all these you know the frat boy lot oh, oh like mate. like sororities and all of that. I would get done. I, I honestly, like, I would serve a lengthy sentence. I feel like because they would just annoy me so much. Play a cup of pie. You know, they're, they're always called like Tyler or like, oh mate, or, or like, I don't know. Oh, I'm just, mate, I'm, I'm in a Chase. Bruce. Chase. Oh mate, if I ever catch Chase on site, <laughs> mate, Chase. I, it really, it really, really. Obviously, no offense to all the Chase out there. You're obviously probably lovely guys, but yeah. it's, or, 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 or then. Or of all the other genders, because I, I I don't discriminate. You're all lovely people, yeah. but at the same time, not you. How would you look down upon your newborn child and think your name is Chase? <laughs> Maybe the child's born with like a like beer pong goggles. Yeah, or or, or he's born really quickly. He's like, what, mate? Who, who are you chasing? Wait, <laughs> Chase. And there are some names where it. Uh, if you, I, I don't think I could ever look at my adult one called Sandy. Why? Like Sandy <laughs> Beach. Yeah, well, I, I was just thinking more of Sandy Cheeks. Oh, we got SpongeBob. But I don't know. You know, like Barbara. Yeah. I'm sort of like, how obviously a hundred years ago, calm, but in 2020, I, I just don't see how how that could run. Or Karen. Mate, I, I'm. I can't lie. Yinna has actually done the name Karen. Yeah. There's like, there's no way Karen's gonna live any longer. Karen has been ruined, and you know what? It's because it's true. Yeah, it definitely is. But, 
and Karen's such a white white name. It's just it's just, it's just perfect. Yeah, it's, it, it's almost as if if you're the male, you call him school like Steve. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know I mean, it's like Steve is really generic. Yeah, it's just a really generic white name that is, which in the day, is it, listen, Karen's. If you listen to me as well, if you're not happy with it, stop yeah. being twats. Yeah, literally. stop being Karen's. Make sure you pattern you... yourself. Exactly. Do you know what? Right, I, I saw this today, and uh, you know how the UK is doing for the month of August. They're doing the eat out to help out scheme. Right. Yeah. Where a, every pretty much every restaurant, I'd say is doing 50% off, right? And everyone's gassing, like, on Instagram and stuff, everyone's gassing the Nando's that's going to be, like, chicken like chicken shop price. But you know that there's only eight Nando's that are doing that deal? Eight. I swear. Not every Nando's. First of all, not every Nando's is even open. And secondly, yeah. it's only eight Nando's, like, in the country that I'm, uh, or in London. One of the two. Even eight Nando's in London is nothing. That are, that are doing that deal. Wow. To be fair, I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah, because in the day, there's no way these big companies will just give give away money like that. It's but the thing is, right? They sh- why don't they just do it for all of them? Because now everyone's gonna just go to those Nando's, and they're just gonna be packed. No, well, at the end of the day, if if we live in London and the closest ones in in Plymouth or Birmingham, I I, I would rather die than travel all the way there to go go Nando's. Yeah, but the closest one to me is uh, is Westfield. Well, there's two actually. I, oh, well, what, what, what is the Westfield one open? Yeah, the Westfield London one, not Stratford. Oh, mate. Okay, thing is though, that is going to be packed. There's there's yeah. no way for a few. I feel like for the whole of August, you you're going to struggle just to get a seat. It's but the thing is, right? There's so it's so many like specifics for this for this like fifty percent off. The the offer is only Monday to Wednesdays. Yeah, but, but listen, like, like I said, at the end of the day, these big these big dog companies don't want to just give away money. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I've, I haven't been to Westwood London. Have you not? No, I've never been. Even though I know I've basically lived in close proximity to it for, for the last two years. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like the Stratford Westfield, except yeah. bigger and more bougie because they have. Like LV store, Gucci store. Really? Yeah, they've got those like Fendi. Uh, as... Well, you know what? Depending, depending if we ever get any sponsors, yeah, hit, we have to hit them shops up. Yeah. Anyone wants to sponsor? Please, we need. Shout us. We we need the money. Honestly, we, honestly, mate. If you, if you wanna, if you think you would support us, shoot us a DM on Instagram and then. We'll figure something out. We'll we'll do a little a little piece. All right. Yeah. And um, so. Uh, sorry. Uh, I just got uh, a text. Anyway, um, Brunel has a guy who set up a meme page. Okay. It's it was under the name Brunel Freshers. I think they've changed it to Brunel Banter now. And yeah, they do a thing where. They, you can send in anonymous confessions, okay. And I asked, I've spoken to the guy who runs it, and he's given us the okay to uh, to use his stuff. So shout out to Brunel uh, Brunel Banner. We'll make sure to leave uh, his at in the description of the episode. Um, and someone sent this in for one of the for one of their confessions. Okay, okay. someone said. In second year, my parents came to surprise me on my birthday. They asked the security guard to let them in, and they walked in whilst I was getting fucked by a black guy. I am Bengali. It was the most awkward m- moment of my life, and now I can't live on campus next year. Well, I'd like to make very clear, <laughs> the, ra- the race of these people do not matter. No, right? it, do- it doesn't. But Why <laughs> imagine fuck? having Are you your mum and dad walk in well, you're getting absolutely rammed, like just clapped. Okay, well, to be fair, I thought like if it was, if she walked in and asked getting rammed, I thought like they'd probably ask her a few more questions than <laughs> the, the race. But anyway, I just feel like I've said this most people when they when when they come to university for the first time, they just let go, yeah, and don't give a fuck. But I generally don't think if I was a girl 
I feel like it, I, it, I'd probably take it a bit more personal. If, if I was a boy, my, my dad would be like, go on, son, show him ass, son. Your yeah, dad would son. join in. You know, it's weirdly enough, he'd probably he'd be like, oh, Brand Galloway, this is how you do it properly. But, you know, but yeah, I, I feel like, I, I, I just don't think I, I could look at my parents in the eye realistically or after they just see me get murked or me murking someone. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you getting murked as opposed to murking someone's different. Yeah. Obviously, you, walking in you getting fucked is mad but because oh i can't lie i'm saying that a bit too loud anyway um <laughs> but yeah so um i don't know I, I feel like especially with girls i feel like um that they are not as open sexually usually with their parents yeah so i feel like i mean i'm not this... i'm definitely not open with my parents sexually no well I, I, also i'm just gonna take a guess I, I i guess this girl might not have even told her parents that she might have had sex or whatever probably not but her parents can assume that she is but if you're a parent and you just you don't want to see someone just walking in and seeing someone ramming your daughter like oh <laughs> mate I, would... I, I, I can't lie if it was my daughter or oh, game over mate I, I and the thing is this has taught me to never this is why you knock this is why you don't yeah. surprise don't surprise <laughs> a second year student. Don't basically moral of the story, don't surprise people. No, because in the, the day, when when you're that age as well, what do you expect? Yeah. Like you can't be walking in on people. Like also depending on how peng this girl if this girl or boy was peng. Yeah. Then obviously obviously at the end of the day, you're not gonna be like, oh my daughter's fit. At the same time, you you'll be able to know if she gets attention or not. Yeah. So I feel like if if it always pain, just don't don't surprise them. Call them before. Make them wear a mask before you walk in, just to make sure you don't get any body fluids anywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just I, I don't know. I feel like the parents just bring it upon themselves. Yeah, I mean. But either way, either way, it's a bit peak that she can't or he can't. Well, well, um, well so what? Is it a girl or a boy? Or does I, it not I, say? Um, it doesn't say, but I, I'm assuming it's a girl. Ooh. Okay, well, listen, it could be a boy or a girl. It could. So, listen, so that, if, if that person not being allowed on campus is nuts. Yeah, that, that's a bit That's a bit of a stretch. I don't know, because at the end of the day, they, they, their child's probably 20 now. Yeah, well, that's not even a child. Yeah, exactly. Mate, if, 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 if they, if they want to get fucked dirty, yeah. let them. I mean... Because at the end of the day, they're not living in your house anymore, Steve. No. Obviously, if, if, if I was... If I was in my bedroom, sorry, yeah, I'm in my bedroom, and I walk into my daughter's room to see if she wants, I don't know, a cup of tea or something, and I see her getting rammed, obviously, it's different. But sneaking into my daughter's house and then being, oh, no, how dare you have sex? And we even though you didn't know I was coming, it's a bit like, okay, well, we, it's your fault, you, and it, you shouldn't be that harsh on her. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's a... Uh... It's just you don't want to see your door again absolutely annihilated. Just have a whole back blown up. Oh, mate. Imagine if it was proper. Her back was being... Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine she's, like, handcuffed to the bed. Yeah, she can't was, even get up weird. just to sit there. <laughs> thing is, yeah, but can you imagine if it was more than one person? Oh. If it was, like, six men just on this one girl and she's, like, proper it's a, in it's it. It's a massive bukkake. Mate, I'm I'm fighting all of them there. I don't care. That, if it's one, it sounds well. But when, when it's more than if it's more than one, you're a bit like okay, this. Okay, I, I have a my daughter needs to go to church. Or something weird's happening there. I mean, I think I'm I'm imagining yeah this scenario in a very wholesome way, but this this thing could have been like. God knows how. Like there could have been a lot of weird stuff going on in there. Oh mate, if, literally, it depends what she in, what he or she are into. They yeah. could be into I don't know, knife play, for instance. Yeah. Imagine, imagine you see a fucking six foot samurai sword next to your bed, and you're sort of like, right, where is that going? Sort of thing. Just it's just there, like, decoration. You're sort, of, you're sort of like, okay, well, I came in the wrong time. I came in the right time. I did my daughter to be coming up for a fucking literal spit roast hog. Like, <laughs> oh, imagine she's getting spit roasted. Oh, bro, honestly, <laughs> and I... you catch like you make eye contact with one of the men, and they don't stop. They, oh, mate, they just finish off. He literally looks at you and sort of like winks and sort of 
smiles and he's like, this, yeah, this one yeah let, let your fucking dad see what, what I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck off, dad. Get involved if you want. <laughs> no, but no, he probably, he probably won't get involved. But, but, you know, I feel like if that happened to me, I could never... That man is now her dad. Yeah. Like, because he he has just outmanned me there because what can you do? Would you... Like, if, like, I don't know, if you used to cook your daughter, if you, if you went to a, a kebab shop, for instance, with your daughter, and, or, and then you see, like, a, you know, they put that thing on a bit of meat on, on a spike. Uh, the, what, you mean the, the, the actual kebab meat or the, like, shit? Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 the actual, well, either one, but I'm talking about the actual kebab meat, like, the yeah. done and shit. Yeah. On, on a little spit sort of thing. And so you're sort of like, mate, my daughter looked like that. Oh. You, 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 you just can't eat any sort of foods anymore. No, any any phallic object is just gonna, it's gonna ruin it. Your, your daughter, you? your daughter eating a banana, is just no. Oh, you can't. Mate, you can't. Okay. No, there will be no bananas in my house. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, no bananas, no hot dogs, no cucumber. I promise you. As soon as my daughter's born, if if you, if you you will not see any phallic phallic shit in my house. Do you know what that reminds me of? Have you ever seen those videos on YouTube of um of uh was it cats and cucumbers? Yeah, mate, <laughs> and they shit themselves. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Like, why are they so afraid of a cucumber? Well, they say oh, it's because they think it's a snake. But at the same time, think about how small a cat is. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you basically you were sitting down, minding your own business, licking the licking your cock or whatever. And you turn around, and you see you see a fucking big dog behind you. You, yeah. you get me? You're sort of like, wow, what is that? Yeah. Obviously, cats, cats are pussies. Pardon the pun. So, so they take it to the next level. They start jumping up and start kung fu fighting. But I feel like I feel like that's just a natural response when, when they see any sort of sort of danger. Yeah, but, but no, not, it's not fucking really. Ridiculous. It's not really like I mean, you could throw a, a wooden or a wooden snake or a rubber snake at a cat, and it probably won't do anything. But a cucumber. No, 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 it wouldn't. No, no, if you catch it, catch, catch the cat by surprise. Mate, I, I, feel, I feel like if, 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 if you were small enough to catch a cat by surprise, it would jump out of its skin. Probably. I mean, I mean, you scare anything, uh, and it would probably just jump out of the skin. But you no, know, I, I do, I do have. They have got a special place in my heart. The videos are. Yeah, it's it's the most wholesome type of like humor ever. Like, yeah, it's just funny. Like in its purest form. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred. How embarrassed must the cat be? Must the cat be off? He's like, oh mate. And I take you off. Why record me for? Take it down. Take it down. Why is it a YouTube, London cat. Man? Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, sort it out, man. Fuck you, man. You're gonna get G check. Watch. Oh mate. Th- if, if 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 my cat ever spoke crud to me, yeah. it's getting kicked in the face. <laughs> Do you know what, Brad? I feel like you know pigeons in London. I think they're a different oh, breed yeah. of animal. They are. They do not care. They they have got the biggest balls I've ever seen. Yeah, mate. They are literally. You know, I don't know because if you go to like, know, if you go to Scunthorpe, for instance, yeah, and, and you see a few pigeons, like they're all skinny, all fucking like they all start hiding away from you, running away. Go if you go to central London. If you go to Tower Bridge, for instance, you start walking down the roads. The pigeons are walking at you, and you move out of their way. Yeah, like pigeons play chicken with you when you're driving. They will. I'm, they, I'm they... pretty sure I've I've heard a pigeon kiss its teeth at me. <laughs> They're that London. <laughs> you you walk past the pigeon and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa! Is this what you pigeons do in London now? Like, pigeon asks you what ends you from. Yeah, I know what ends you from. I'm like, I, I, I don't know because the thing is, the, the pigeons. I, I, I just feel like the pigeons are just so used to humans where that and like and I don't know because I'd love to know what pigeons did before where we saw populated cities like this they probably didn't do much like they probably just flapped about they just sat in their ass no money no job useless lazy, on the benefits lazy, lazy bastards pigeons absolutely awful. I, I know what I, I always love seeing that one different coloured one Oh yeah, it's the one. It's it's like a white one with brown spots. Yeah, no, and again, they are they are thirty. 
Yeah. And and I, and I always sort of picture in my head that they that they're like this sort of elite class. Yeah. And I, I feel like the other pictures are their workers, whereas they're the CEO. They're the they white people. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, basically, yes. Yeah, so I feel like they're racist as well. Yeah. They are definitely. They have to be. Because at the end of the day, they always, I always see them getting getting scanged up on. Yeah. I never, I never see them just enjoying the. I, I've never, never seen two in one no. spot. No. Pigeons are rude though. I, they they play chicken with you. So when you're driving, like you'll be driving, and then there'll be ch- a pigeon on the road, and then it'll be like, oh, are you gonna slow down, or is the pigeon gonna move? And no matter what, you always end up slightly slowing down, and the pigeon gets the win. Like, oh mate, it's, it's so annoying because you know what? My 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 horn isn't working. Oh, so I, I can't even scare him away. I've just got to be like, hello, <laughs> get out of the way, and they're sort of like, yeah, what? Shut up! This you, is my you move, man. Yeah, I move out my way, bro. And but yeah, my horn doesn't work, so I, I, so I can't do anything. Need to get that fixed. Need to get that fixed real quick. You know what? Yeah. Right, I want to talk about um, our secondary school. Um, they one of the kids in the secondary school started a meme page, right? Yeah, and this meme page took off. It took off so far that the school had to get involved to try figure out who ran the meme page and also uh, like investigated like the the meaning of these memes so yeah. the meme page was taking the piss out of certain teachers for not teaching or being just a bad teacher and it ended up that these teachers ended up i keep saying ended up uh being investigated by the school if they were actually teaching well and some some teachers actually got kicked out of the school or fired yeah literally and you don't know what but basically i'm, I'm pretty sure well, so were we Year thirteen, or, or have we just left? We we just left. We just left. Yeah. The year started. So so it was also relevant to us, and we were sort of like. And the thing is, it wasn't as if they were just female normal teachers. They were thinking about the actual dead teachers. I feel like in every school, you've always got them dead teachers. Yeah. And um, so I I feel like, it, and the teachers that I was speaking about, especially, he was like, so he's probably late twenties, early thirties. So he yeah. was sort of he he definitely had Instagram sort of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. It was just so funny. Like um, I just I was so obviously people who didn't go to our school. Tell us if you had the same sort of thing. But it, like it, it literally, it was like a manhunt. Yeah. Like the head teacher was offered like apparently offered like Westfield's tickets, blah blah, or Westfield's vouchers, whatever. They were actually like, and the thing is, I, I don't think that they they ever got caught. Uh, I think they eventually did. Um, but the school, from what I know, because my brother went was still at the school while it was happening. From what I know, the school started off by saying, "Okay, whoever's running this, if you if you keep it up, you're getting in trouble." Uh, they didn't take lightly to those threats, so they started memeing the threat, and eventually the school was like, "Okay, okay, okay, we get it. It was funny, right? Well done for being creative. Here's a gift gift card for whoever." Um, owns up to be in the meme page and then take it down. Didn't stop them, and then they—I think—they went back to the original one where they were threatening the kid uh, or whoever was running it, and then it got taken down at one point, or they—they they didn't upload anymore. Like all the original yeah. memes are still up there, but they didn't post any new ones. Um, so some sort of uh, agreement must have uh, happened, transfer deal. Yes, yeah, like you know, it was for an undisclosed fee. Yeah. I, I, would, I would love, to, I would love to know how the teachers found out though. I mean, it, I think it was just word of mouth because everyone in the school started talking about it. Because you find one thing out in a school within ten minutes, you could get around the whole school. Like, oh, you know, 100%. you can get information around a school so quickly. So I think because everyone started talking about it, and teachers started getting memed, and students started making the memes, it just kept like spreading and getting shared everywhere so on group chats etc um that's how it got so big yeah no even though that teacher was he wasn't shit he, he just wasn't great sort of thing no and, and i feel like he, he tried to be because he was younger than most of the other teachers he sort of 
he thought he could be like the hip sort of like yeah he he would sort of speak like us a little bit yeah. sort of like oh like, oh I've got, I've got this Rolex blah blah whatever sort of like <laughs> yeah oh mate like um he he was a chemistry teacher and he, he's definitely part of the reason why I got I got I got an an E in GCSE. Well, we didn't have him for chemistry. No, yes, we did. We, we had him in year nine. No, we didn't. He just... Yeah, he, we, we did. did. We, we did it. You always say this. We did. No, because he, he used to just walk into our classroom whenever he wanted and just talk to us. He didn't actually ever teach us. I snow up. Mums. 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 After this um, podcast, I'm going to prove to you we did. But anyway, let's move on before I start getting angry. All right? Because I know it, we did. Um, but basically... um. I don't know. I, I feel like he um, he definitely brought it upon himself because I feel like he, he I feel like he took it a bit too much to heart. But at the same time, I, I feel like I would as well. Can you imagine being a teacher at school and having all the students take the piss out of you? Yeah, I mean, it is it is peak. But stu- students are going to take the piss out of you anyway. But if you get annoyed at it and you like you don't uh, see the humor in it, you're going to find it worse. Like you should be able to find that funny. Like all the comments, yeah. they were funny. And some no, of the teachers I didn't like, like it. I, I, I thought like some of them were taking a bit too far, though. Yeah, I mean, some of them were, but then again, it did actually inside change in the school where it where it needed. Like certain teachers needed to be uh, put under scrutiny, and they never were. And then finally, here's a platform where they were able to, and then the school could actually see. What was yeah. going on? Because... You know what? It, 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 it was a great insight to how how like how, how a country sort of is run, sort of like a how how in politics this sort of stuff can happen. Yeah, it it, 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 it was really good to see. But yeah, no, I'm, I would be interested. So if you guys do have any sort of similar stories at your school, just, yeah. just do do send us a DM. I'll be quite interested to have yeah. a little read of it. Um, do you know what? Whenever we t- talk to people about our our secondary school. Our secondary school was pretty unique, I feel like. There was a lot of different stuff. that, And I think the biggest one was in our PE curriculum. And um, a lot of schools had uh, all kinds of stuff for PE. The standard, I think, pretty much every school did for boys was football, basketball, and rugby. Those three were pretty standard across, like, every yeah. school. Uh, I, w- I would l- think so. If, if anyone has any weird ones, send it over. But what we did as part of, like, the standard curriculum was parkour. Oh, it's so sick. It was probably the best, like, PE um, PE curri- uh, subject, I think. Because you usually get, when it's football, you usually get all the people who actually play football and try hard all the time and think they're sick and never pass the ball. And then in basketball, you get the same thing, but yeah. with the basketball players and less people enjoy playing basketball. Whereas parkour was this w- weird middle ground where everyone kind of liked it and it was different and everyone actually got involved properly rather than just half arsing it. And I think... And you know what? Like, the things we... Well, the things, it wasn't as if we just jumped over horses. Yeah. You get me? Like, we did some sort of... It was, some of it was quite dangerous. It, it was actually sick. Yeah. I mean, one of the kids in our school broke his arm or leg. Too, um, but... That was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Especially him. Yeah. Him, it, it made sense. Yeah, but it's still it was still a really fun subject to do, and I think it was. You know what? The one thing I do hate that I had to, that we had to do was was that fucking bleep test. Oh, <laughs> we got uh, we me and a bunch of the the people on the bleep test. We did, decided to stop at six point nine, and, oh, and we got we got shouted at for apparently being inappropriate. It's a number. Mate. <laughs> we got it's, it's a number, mate. What are you on about, <laughs> mate? And then, you know what? That PE teacher definitely chuckled after after that lesson. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. But you know, you know what? Like, um, um, what was your highest? I never. I don't think I ever tried properly. I just, I just no. got bored of it. Like, I think I got like an eight ish, eight point two oh. or something in like year eight or something. I don't know. You know what? I, I generally feel like if I was to do it now, I'd probably get a lot higher than, than what I did back back then. Oh yeah, my same. House, my house is like those six, I think. Yeah. But, so, so unfortunately, I, I can never reach that six point nine. But I definitely would have stopped by then. Yeah. But then, but then there are some people who got like two point eight, two point two. <laughs> yeah, there there was a couple of those people. 
but the thing is, like, okay, well, it, it wasn't even if they were like massively like, overweight. They, they just didn't care about these. They just, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. They just didn't care. They just didn't care. Yeah. But and, and we had to do that Cooper run, which I feel like everyone lied about the number that he got. Oh, I know. I got. I gave my number honestly, and I I got higher than everyone because I overtook everyone. But then people started saying they got more than me just because you know. I can't I was lie. So so pissed off. So, 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 sometimes I times mine by by like two. <laughs> I got. Brandon, how many did you get? Times it by two. Okay. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, two. Two rounds, two laps. No, but I, I feel like I feel like one time I said I got 28 laps. And I, think, I think right now, I was like, no way would I ever get 28 laps. <laughs> no, I got, I think, mate, I think I got 33 laps. So. Mate, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's 2.8 kilometers. Because I, I, I swear one lap was, wasn't one lap of 100 meters. It, I think it should have been. It was either 100 or 50 meters. It should have been around that, I think. But yeah, wherever it was, I was never running 2.8 kilometers. <laughs> no. So, so listen, listen, 10 PE teachers. I know it's been a long time, but I own up to it now. So you're more welcome to take off, take off all, all, all my records, yeah. all, 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 the, all the medals I won. Yeah. You're more welcome to take them back. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually understand how the school can get away with having the bleep test or the Cooper on as a day of PE. That is bollocks. I'm sorry, but you're just going to be like, you're going to do this test and you're just going to run it back and forth and that's your PE session. You know what? Being a PE teacher must be so... Not eager, but so nice. Oh, it, it, I think it's probably... It's the easiest teaching job by far, without a doubt. Yeah, and it's probably one of the easiest jobs you can do because there, there's, there is that marking and the like written aspect of only people who are doing GCFCP. But yeah, for every other like years, so that's from from year ten and eleven onwards. So years nine, eight, and seven, you just have to give them a football and be like, play football for an hour, and then take them in. And that's it. Yeah. Mate, I don't know. It just seems like a yeah. Well, when when you get GCSE now, you you started doing more like science, so obviously yeah. they had to sort. Of, but even then, in the day, being a teacher, like I, I feel like, especially with PE, like I feel like the people who wanted to do it already wanted to do it, so they sort of they yeah. did the work themselves. So you have to give them a textbook. Yeah, it was it was uh, anyone who did PE GCSE wanted to do PE GCSE. It wasn't one of those where it was just like meh, fuck it, I'll do PE. You know, no, well, I, I feel like they were always crying out for people to do GCPE to the fact that they even asked me. Yeah. And I was all like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Especially with drama as well. I've got lots to do drama GCSE. Obviously, as people know, I'm a fantastic, I don't know, singer, dancer, rapper, yeah, um, actor. Yeah. But yeah, so they asked me to do drama, and I was like, you, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like, you, I thought you you just be really into the, that them sort of subject to do them. Yeah, it's it's not just like a like a easy pass subject. You actually have to do some work for it, and unless you're really into it, there's no way you're gonna want to do any of it. Yeah, it's, I thought it's the reason why I found like those psychology and that sort of stuff because yeah, you just don't have an interest in it, so you sort of like oh, I don't care. Yeah. So, so yeah. Also, following on to our overall point, of being a student podcast, do not choose a degree or A level that you do not have any interest in. Yeah. Because you because you you will hate it. What is the point? You're especially if you're doing a degree, it's just a waste of money. Just wait in, in, until you find something you actually want to do, and then do it. There's no there's no age limit to when you can get a degree. No, wait. Uh, I've I've seen quite a few of them who are actually fucking not old, but they're they're like in their late twenties, thirties. It's all like. Right, so you're doing a degree now. This because because people, most people aren't as fortunate to sort of be able to be able to be financially supported mm. to go to university. So so they wait wait until they're old enough to, to go and sort of pay for it themselves. Yeah, but yeah, no. I I, thought, I know one person who does this. I think he does like design or something. One one of his course mates is, is sixty odds. Damn, that's impressive. It, it's mad. You know what? I, I I I would love to do a second degree in later life. That is so long. That would be so right. long. Well, mate, let's just imagine I'm some nutty millionaire CEO, or whatever. Yeah. Mate, I, I would love to go back to university and just. Yeah, but you don't. You don't need to anymore because 
what what are you getting out of that second degree like fun like if you already if you already have more money right you can you have financial freedom so you can do whatever you want you're not getting the degree to try uh, expand uh, financially you could just invest your money into whatever you want to do like in the future you're like oh i've got enough money i'm just going to open a golf course i guess I like no golf. you know what if it, if it, if if i if i win win the lottery yeah the amount of, amount of degrees I'll just do randomly, just just, to, just I'll start shitting out these degrees. Like I I start getting like those like, like, golf course management. Yeah. <laughs> the Spanish cuisine. Spanish cuisine, mate. Because at the end of the day, health is wealth. It is. It really is. I'd like people listening to please find a marker pen and write that on your wall right now. Yeah. Send us a send us a picture of you writing on your wall. Please. Yeah. Love or else. <laughs> um, I wanna, I wanna touch on uh, uh, some stuff about uh, y- just university and the and the support that they have. Because um, as many people don't know, I am dyslexic, and I actually had no idea, and I didn't get diagnosed until I went to uni, because I didn't want to be one of those people who was, uh, you know. Sitting with the with the assistant teacher who, yeah, no, who there, would read for me. Uh, and the thing is that it's it's definitely it's definitely unfair that there are such negative connotations. At the end of the day, like they they're only just making sure that you have just as much chances. Yeah, of course. Pass. It's literally just help. But in secondary school, it really is like a big thing where uh, you, everyone can see it, and it's not like you just have your disability and you just get on with it with extra help but if you've got a really bad or any other uh, learning disability they usually have an assistant teacher who sits with you in all lessons and i don't know i feel like having like basically a uh, a grown-up sit next to you all day and not being able to do all those like fun things you did uh, like to mess about in school that yeah that is just not not ideal so then I, at uni, because I always thought I'd been dyslexic for a long time. And then I saw at uni, they had uh, the option to go and get tested for it, basically. Um, and I went to my screening and it was actually really fun. You just have to, there's a lot, loads of different questions. And they were like, yep, you have dyslexia, probably have ADHD as well. And ATHD. ATHD. And I uh, didn't get tested for that, can't be bothered. Um, but yeah, now I get my extra help as well as uh, extra time in exams, which comes in handy. And I'd get to do my exams in a in a separate room. So I'm not in the exam hall and it feels less less intense. And it's uh, and I think it's helped me massively. And and you know what? The universities have so many great things in place for, for people with all kinds of uh, disabilities or uh, financial problems and all kinds of stuff. And, yeah, that's very true. And I think for anyone that's like thinking about it and unsure, definitely go ask, see, see what they have, see what support systems they have in place, because it really does help. And there's a lot of great uh, people and staff there that are that their whole job is to help you, right? Yeah, that is that is their entire job. So why not take advantage of it? Like you really, I, I found it funny when I got diagnosed as dyslexic. I just thought it was a bit of a bit of banner. And, and and you know what? I feel like I know you said oh during GCSEs, blah blah you felt like it was sort of negative to have help with you. If if you need it, you, yeah. you do need it. I mean I'm not severely dyslexic, I'm slightly dyslexic, but yeah, no, so no, I don't no, think no, I would have, but I think I should have probably gotten the extra time in exams for GCSE and possibly some extra support for uh for work and I might have done a little bit a little bit better in both my A-levels and GCSEs but you know what we move we move we, you know it, it yeah, see, I mean, if you need help get help yeah I mean the, the the systems are in place there to to help you so just take advantage of them I mean take advantage of everything you need there's so much stuff that you can do oh yeah at the end of the day you're paying a lot of money you might as well get your money's worth yeah I mean I know you do it uh, an extra language uh, just to learn, there's a million societies where yeah, you can no, learn and, and, and well, so do... speaking on, on the language thing, 
basically at Brunel and most universities will do this. You have the ability to learn a language for free. So you do like a 20 week course where you sort of like, well, in my case, you have a lesson every week. As basically, um, and it's not GTSC, but we, we, we do it to the to the European qualification aspect. So basically, um, so if you born and raised in England and you would like to work in Germany, for instance, yeah, you, you've got you've got to get a, a a B1 in this qualification that I'm doing. Yeah. So, so it goes A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. So you got I think it goes like basic, um, primary school, secondary school, university, blah blah blah. So, so, so yeah, I feel like, and basically, usually, if, if you're not a student, you pay 150 pounds for the 20 weeks. Yeah. But because because we're students, it's free. Yeah. Uh, so so just take advantage of it because at the end of the day, we we're, were talking about how to look good for employers. Uh, last episode, this that's another way of doing it. Just just make sure you're sort of like, just just make sure you're as um, employable as possible by learning that language. Also, it's very interesting. Like I've always had, I've always had the passion for learning languages, and in school. Don't get disheartened if you didn't do well, because in the, the day, that's a very weird. It's a very weird way of learning a language. Not how you're supposed to learn a language in secondary school. Yeah, and and I feel like especially university, they 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 realise that and they're a bit more catered towards you. Yeah. But if you if you find oh this I I don't like this way I like this way you you can just just speak to your teacher, and then they will be able to help you. And then not even just say I feel like you can get loads of different qualifications so in business you can get like you know you like the chartered marketing blah blah yeah so you so you can learn Microsoft Word you can you can become a specialist in that sort of stuff mm. and and in most cases they're, they're all free usually so just take advantage of it yeah I mean there's so many things that you can do um, in addition to your course at uni that that look great or if you just want to like it like have fun and meet similar people there's so many societies and I was going through it the other day, all the societies looking for for some that I wanna that I wanna join, and th- there's everything there pretty much. And you can always join these societies, and especially if you're when you're leaving uni, it's kind of hard to find meet new people. Like you're not yeah. just gonna walk around all the time. Like, what's your name? Where are you from? Like you no hundred percent, and especially if it's in a passion. You're in, so yeah. I don't know. You know, you can you can do like mixed martial arts at university, yeah. for instance. And so, for instance, if you join a person going to university and you were you've always been keen on martial arts, you you'd make friends there. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it makes it really easy. And obviously, the the you the societies have like a fair at the start of the year, so yeah. right from the beginning you can sign up. You don't even have, you can sign up to every as many as you want and just go to none if you choose it choose it but yeah i can't lie there was a lot i signed up to in first judges didn't go to yeah i mean same here but there is so many in there and but at least you have the option to go the but... it's good in most cases i think i think they're usually created and ran by by the students yeah so it's not it's, it's not as if it's like an after after school club no like you you make the society with other students and um and if you're a big enough society you get you even get funding like you get some money to to host uh, events or whatever um, to meet up. Uh, you can start your own society if you even want. Yes, and uh, that look good in your CV. So, so if you, if you started creating uh, Vietnamese football league, yeah, like just because in the, the day, I feel like if you want, if you say, "Oh no, I'm going to create a football one," it's already been done. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like if, if if you've got a particular passion that you feel like. Not many people will really know about and should. And who knows? Maybe you can set up your own little thing. Yeah, you can. You could definitely start one, and then uh, get enough people involved, and you make your own official society, and then you can run events and everything. There's so many options in place at university that it it is a great place, and I think that's why so many people say that the university is the the ha- happiest and the best time of their life. And like you can see why. I mean, it is amazing. Oh, 100 percent. It's definitely an experience we will never get. It's such a like for example, if 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 you went straight to work, you you would never get the university experience. So it's no. it's so it's so unique to that situation. Yeah, I mean, if you just jumped in straight into work, this is like the counter to the to a lot of my views. But what other job? Essentially, if you want to consider it a job, can you go? I don't want to come in today do all your work on, online, wake up at like 
3 p.m., go to bed at 5 a.m. and have no negative repercussions. Like, yeah, no, it's just it's such a great experience. I'm definitely glad I decided to go to university. Oh, yeah, and I would, would recommend it for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, I would only recommend it if it's a, if it's absolute necessity because I think a lot of that like university life gets uh, gets thrown around and. That's why a lot of people even go to university when they don't really need to. It's not a necessity anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna end the episode here. Come. And uh, well, it, it was another great episode. Yeah. Make sure you, you follow us on uh, on Instagram. That's where we we post most regular uh, regularly. Send us any DMs, uh, and we're gonna definitely read them out. Um, and follow us on every platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and we'll catch you in the next one. Yes, lads.